0: When I started measuring and understanding where I was making money, I was able to set clear goals and align my actions to accomplish them. This allowed me to get the right offer into the right hands at the right time. Essentially, I created a map for my revenue goals. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Online Marketing Made Easy. I'm so very glad you're here today because in this episode, we're diving deep into a topic I get asked about all the time, how to grow your business revenue from $50,000 to $100,000 a year. As we dive in and explore how you can double your business revenue this year, I'm going to take you back to the days when my business was just taking off. While my business has now made over $85 million in revenue, I remember setting this six-figure vision for myself like it was yesterday. Now we're going to chat about the key strategies I put into place to hit that $100,000 mark a year, and I'll outline the lessons I learned along the way from creating my first core offer to developing the launch calendar system I still use today to all the good stuff in between, I promise you'll walk away from this episode with some actionable strategies. And I want you to promise me that you'll stay with me to the end because as I wrap this episode up, I share some powerful lessons about how I didn't accomplish this goal alone. Through this journey, I learned so much about trusting others and how inviting them into my business didn't just help me double my revenue, it just doubled the joy and fulfillment I felt along the way. But before we dive into all the details, I want to pause and remind you of one thing, your worthiness. Your value as a person and as an entrepreneur isn't tied to any number, be it your bank account or the subscribers on your email list. You are inherently worthy, always have been, always will be. Achieving this financial goal is not about proving your worthiness. It's about stretching your potential, expanding your impact, and taking your business to new heights that I know you're capable of. So as you listen in today, remember, financial milestones and goals are absolutely something I encourage you to dream about and work for. But achieving them does not alter who you are at your core and how worthy you are in the world. All right, with that heart-to-heart out of the way, are you ready to double that revenue and grow your business? Let's dive in. To start, have you ever heard the quote from Peter Drucker that says, what gets measured gets managed? There's so much truth in this, especially regarding your business revenue. When I started measuring and understanding where I was making money, I was able to set clear goals and align my actions to accomplish them. This allowed me to get the right offer into the right hands at the right time. Essentially, I created a map for my revenue goals. If you've never done this before, it's a lot easier than you think. So let's walk through it together. To start, I want you to establish a yearly goal. This is your big vision. For the sake of this episode, that's moving from $50,000 to $100,000 in a year. But here's the secret sauce. You're not going to stop at a yearly goal. Once you have that 100K target, break it down. First, into monthly revenue goals. This helps you imagine what selling, marketing, and delivering would look like every month to hit your yearly goal. You could simply divide 100K by 12 months, or if you launch in seasons like I do, you can use your calendar to map out this accurately. I'll speak more on the launch calendar system that helped me hit 100K a little later in this episode, so stay tuned for that. Now, once you set your monthly revenue goal, I want you to develop it into quarterly targets. These act like rest stops on a long road trip. You can pause, stretch your legs, grab a snack, and check your GPS. It's a moment to celebrate how far you've come and to recalibrate if you've taken a wrong turn somewhere. And by the way, 14 years into my business, I still take wrong turns and get a little off course during the year. But with quarterly goals, my team and I are able to keep a hard commitment to our annual revenue goal and stay flexible and scrappy in the strategies that we use to get there. And I see my most successful students tap into their scrappy spirit to find six-figure success too. So for example, Marin Johnson, a social media expert in the Momentum membership, shared a post about getting to 100K a year where she said, quote, I wasn't afraid to go against the grain and try unique strategies. Some worked, some didn't. But the ones that worked did really well and the ones that didn't taught me a lot, end quote. I just love this reminder. When you find the courage to get scrappy and try new things, you either win or you learn. You never lose. That is a motto to live by. All right, so now that you've got your yearly revenue map and a scrappy mindset to go along with it, let's shift gears to strategy number two, establishing one core offer in your business. The first year I did this, I saw massive growth. Before that, I was all over the place, doing Facebook page audits, taking on -on one-on-one clients, assisting with webinars, and managing Facebook ads. But once I zeroed in on offering one digital course, everything shifted. I was more passionate about my work and created something I was known for and could scale without constantly trading my time for money. So if you have an area of expertise and you've gotten results for yourself or someone else, digital courses are a goldmine for a six-figure core offer. But your core offer doesn't have to be a digital course. If you thrive on personal connections and transformations, maybe one-on-one or group coaching is the way to go. Or maybe your skills and talents are perfect for facilitating powerful collaborations and providing high value for a mastermind group in your industry. There's no one right answer here. So to decide on your six-figure core offer, I want you to answer these three questions. Number one, what is a struggle, challenge, or desire your audience is facing right now? Number two, what brings you joy to work on in your business right now? Number three, where have you seen the most movement and profit in your business up to this point And can you double down on that? That last question's important. I'm gonna repeat it one more time because it makes things easier. Where have you seen the most movement and profit in your business up to this point? And can you double down on that? Once you've answered all three questions and have an idea for a core offer, you need to validate that it's the right offer that gives your community the outcome they desire and that they would happily pay for. The biggest mistake I see entrepreneurs make And one I made myself is creating an offer based on what you think your ideal customer wants. This is a fast track to spending months, even years, developing something there's no demand for. After I made this mistake once in my business, I made sure to always schedule calls with my potential customers before moving forward again. These aren't sales calls. These are listening sessions where I dive deep into understanding the following things. Number one, my ideal customer avatar, my ICAs, desire, and what they really want to achieve in their life. Two, their motivations and what drives them on a daily basis. And number three, if they were to purchase my product or service, what would success look like for them? Notice I never asked them how much they would pay. That's a terrible question to ask on these because most people will tell you they'll pay something, but when it comes down to it, they won't. So I stay away from that question. But that last one, again, is really, really important. If they were to purchase my product or service, what would success look like for them? So once I understood my customers on this level, I could boil my core offer into one simple promise. And this promise was not written in my words. It was crafted from the exact language my ideal customers used during validation calls. This way, when they read my sales copy, they see themselves. They felt understood and knew they were in the right place. If you're new to the concept of validation and you want to hear what a call like this actually sounds like, I did a podcast episode where I did a real validation call with a potential student. Now, here's the fun part. That potential student, her name was Jamie Troll. She actually became one of my biggest success stories. She's crushing it. But when I interviewed her, it was real. She was not a customer of mine. She did not have any digital courses yet. And she was thinking about changing her business. So it's kind of cool. Episode 280, I'll link to it in the show notes. But whenever I say an episode number, all you have to do is go to amyporterfield.com and then the number. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 280. Now, the last thing I'll share about why having one core offer is so important to building a six-figure business is that it's all about ensuring you position yourself as a memorable expert. So Lisa Parnello, one of my star students, wrote about her journey to six-figure success and highlighted this concept in a post in my membership community. So here's what she said, quote, I have become well-known in my area for dyslexia therapy. I once had a client tell me that six different people told her I was who they recommended for dyslexia support. Having someone instantly think of your name in relation to a specific topic is very powerful. When you do too much, you aren't remembered as well. It also makes the work easier because you aren't spread so thin, end quote. I mean, This is what I teach people. Create a digital course, it puts you on the map. You are known for something. When you're known for something, doors start to open. But I love what she added. You also aren't spreading yourself too thin because you're doing less, but making a bigger impact. I couldn't have said it better myself, Lisa. Building on that beautiful perspective, I want to transition to strategy number three, which is adding in supplemental offers. So this strategy is about having one to three smaller offers that support and align with your core offer. With supplemental offers, your audience gets added value and variety, and you get multiple avenues to grow, both in terms of revenue and engagement. It's a win-win. So some examples of supplemental offers that have worked well in my business over many years are paid boot camps, PDFs, eBooks, and affiliate offers. I typically price these between $47 and $97. So for example, at the time of this recording, I'm preparing for my course confident bootcamp. By the time this comes out, I will already have done it. Shout out to my bootcampers. I love you guys so much. So I offer this once a year to help beginning digital course creators kick off their digital course creation. And so it's just a starting point for them. So this supplemental offer is directly in line with my core offer, which is my signature program, Digital Course Academy. So with my boot camp, I am still establishing myself as a digital course expert. However, the lower price point, $47, and shorter duration, essentially just a week's worth of training, allows me to attract and serve students who may not be ready for my core offer. So as you start to brainstorm what format your supplemental offer could be in, I want you to answer the following questions. One, can you teach something related to your core offer that can get your community results in about a week's time frame? If the answer is yes, a bootcamp might be a great fit. Or do you have a ton of content that shines when presented in a step-by-step written format? If so, an ebook might be the perfect match. Or do you use a lot of tools or take a lot of online courses and love to offer your opinion on them? Then affiliate marketing might be an ideal supplemental offer to add to your business. I love affiliate offers because I'm a lifelong learner. So over the years, I've taken a lot of courses. For example, I took Stu McLaren's membership experience to learn how to create my membership. I also enrolled in Marie Forleo's B-School when I was just starting to learn fundamental online business practices. I do well as an affiliate for both of these programs because I went through them first. Remember, the key to affiliate marketing is trust. Only promote products or services you genuinely believe in and can stand by. All right, before we close out this strategy, I wanna remind you that there's no need to overcomplicate supplemental offers. Aim for one to three offers. That's the sweet spot. And if you're feeling overwhelmed thinking about crafting your first boot camp or your ebook or affiliate offer, I want to share some wisdom from Jane Monteith, an artist and star student of mine. When she was on her journey to build a six-figure business, she shared her guiding principle in my membership community in a post where she said, quote, you don't need all the things to get started. You don't need to read every book or consume every course just start, end quote. So take these words from Jane to heart when developing your supplemental offer. And remember, you have everything you need right now. The real magic happens when you find the courage to take action. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products. And I want to talk about Shopify. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Now, building a six-figure business isn't just about having great offers. It's also about knowing how to introduce them to the world. So our fourth strategy today is all about establishing a calendar for the year. This one's a big one. This is how I built my business. Knowing on January 1 exactly when and what I will launch all year has been an absolute game changer in my business. It's helped me predict my cash flow. Plus I'm able to strategically space out my promotional periods. This way I'm not always selling, which reduces the risk of both audience and personal burnout. So to start taking action on this strategy, pull up your calendar and simply block off when you will promote your core offer during the year. For me, this is the 10-day period when my cart for Digital Course Academy is open for enrollment. And you can promote your core offer several times a year. There is a big risk of only promoting your core offer once a year. And I'm well aware of it. And we've been talking a lot about maybe changing that up because, God forbid, if something terrible in the world or in my life were to happen in those 10 days, I would miss out on a huge piece of revenue. So it's definitely dangerous. And I've been doing this for so long and I'm just kind of stuck and deciding if I wanna change it up. But if you're just starting out, I wouldn't do what I've done where it's just once a year, a really big launch. It is a little tricky. So if you've got a core offer, maybe look at launching it twice a year. So once you've blocked your core offer on your calendar, add in the periods where you'll promote your one to three supplemental offers. Here I block off the period when I'll promote and deliver my boot camps and my affiliate launches. I ensure they don't overlap with the promotion of my core offer, any personal time off or obligations I need to tend to. So from this foundation, you can strategically plan the rest of your year, making periods when you're in pre-launch mode and pinpointing times to focus on things like list building and content creation. Let's say you want to tweak your core offer, like actually get into the course and re-record things. Or let's say you have a new digital course you're creating. You need time on the calendar to do that. That's what most people don't schedule for and that's why it never gets done. So in addition to planning when you're promoting, when you're doing a pre-launch 30-day period, when you are doing boot camps or whatever it might be, also, when are you creating that course you've been talking about? Or when are you refreshing that course or whatever it might be? If you're writing a book, when are you writing the book? So content creation is important to schedule it as well, even six months in advance if you're scheduling. Calendaring your entire year not only helps you financially see how hitting the six-figure mark is possible, but it also helps you find harmony in your personal life. So don't postpone this. You don't have to wait until January 1 to take action. Make a goal to schedule your year starting now. Trust me, you'll thank yourself later. And always, always, Add personal time, vacations, downtime. Remember last year when I took an entire month off? Well, that was scheduled a year in advance. I knew it was coming. So stuff you want to think about in advance, get it on the calendar. All right. So now that you've scheduled time to connect with your audience and deliver your offers, let's chat about strategy number five, serving your audience with weekly original content. You're listening to my version of weekly original content right now, this podcast. But for you, if you want to be blogging, it's going to be a blog or a YouTube series, an Instagram live show, whatever format gets those creative juices flowing and lights you up is golden. The content format doesn't matter as much as your commitment to offering the best value you can each week. So this attracts new audience members and nurtures the ones you already have. I know producing content every week can sound daunting. For years, I treated my podcast as a hobby and I would record once a month when I had the time. But the minute I got serious and told myself I needed to show up every single week, my brand, my revenue, all of it exploded. So promise me today that you're going to start creating weekly content and this is a non-negotiable. Now to help you keep this promise, I'm a big advocate for batching. Instead of scrambling every week to produce something new, set aside a day or two days each month and produce multiple pieces at once. I cover my batching process in detail in episode 182, and I'll link to it in the show notes. The last thing I'll say about your weekly content is that it's one of the best places to include your lead magnet. When you place a valuable free resource within your blog or mention it in your podcast, every piece of content becomes actionable and your audience has an invite to share their email address with you. This brings us to strategy number six, focus on building your email list. You knew this was coming, right? If you know me, you know this one is very important. But here's a reason I preach about email list building so often, because I know when you double your email list, you double your revenue and I've seen it happen in my business. So start setting monthly list building goals. For instance, if you're currently adding 50 subscribers a month, set a goal to add 100 next month. This will challenge you to up your game, tweak your lead magnets, and try new strategies. I also suggest blocking a few weeks a year on your calendar where all you do is promote your lead magnet for an entire week. I call it a list building blitz. Now during the blitz, pick a lead magnet and go all out to ensure it reaches every corner of your audience. Add pop-ups on your blog and your website, add tailored ads that play before your videos and podcasts, and share all the juicy details about this lead magnet and its value on social media. Remember, you've created this massive value for your audience and now it's your responsibility to make sure they know about it. So now that you have a list building blitz in your 100K revenue toolkit, Let's pivot and review our roadmap before we move on. First, get clear on your revenue goals, the numbers. Next, develop and validate one core offer and add one to three aligned supplemental offers. Then calendar them out so you know exactly when you're launching and when you're creating value during the year. And last, to engage your audience, produce weekly content and find periods to focus on growing your email list. If this list makes you feel like you need to put on a superwoman cape and do it all alone, let me stop you right there. I did this for far too long in my business, and truthfully, it held me back from making six figures for far too long. Which brings us to our last strategy, number seven, hiring your first virtual assistant or a VA. This can be your biggest scalability play, so if you're multitasking, come back to me now. One of the best decisions I ever made to push my business from 50 k to 100 a year was hanging up that cape and paying for help. Everything changed when I decided to take some of my revenue and reinvest it to hire out some of my tasks. Imagine, just imagine what could you achieve with more hands on deck, more support, and more talent beyond just you. So let's talk about the first steps when hiring a VA. You can start with as little as five hours a week, which is $500 a month at $25 an hour. You might be wondering, what can a VA do in those five hours? And the answer is, oh, so much. From email marketing management to social media postings to calendar scheduling, just taking a few of these items off your plate gives you the space to focus on your business rather than getting lost in your business. So to take action on this strategy, think about the goals you have right now. Break down the three to five main tasks that you need to take to accomplish them. With that list in front of you, ask yourself, what's one thing I could delegate right now that would lighten my load and grant me a little piece? Just one thing off your plate could make a world of difference. And if you're thinking, Amy, I'm not quite ready for a VA just yet, then I want you to prepare for the future to start. I have a great podcast. It's episode 349 called The VA Solution, your step-by-step guide to hiring and successfully working with a VA with my dear friend, Shannon Miles, and I'll link to it in the show notes. But in the meantime, start by jotting down repetitive tasks that you could delegate one day. For each task, write out a standard operating procedure or an SOP. This way, when the time comes to onboard a VA, you're all set with the training blueprint. As my business grew, I transitioned from a VA to contractors and eventually made my first full-time hire a marketing project manager. All this was done with one goal in mind, to free up my time so I could focus on the roles only I could fulfill. These were things like being the visionary for my business and being front stage and being on my podcast with you. Okay, we've reached the end. There you have it. The seven transformative steps I followed to elevate my business to that six-figure mark annually. And believe me when I say it's entirely possible for you as well. Before I sign off today, I want to leave you with one last thought. All the tools, techniques, and strategies out there won't do you any good unless your mindset is in the right place. Remember, it's not just about the growth we see in our bank accounts, it's the inner growth that drives us forward. To this point, I want to spotlight one last student in my Momentum membership, Lisa Ramos. Reflecting on her path to six figures, Lisa shared the following advice that resonated deeply with me. She wrote, quote, to reach your goals, change, don't stop. Get the mindset right because you will experience haters on your way to the top, but far more people who love you. And just do the thing messy action works. I'm still messy, but this has changed my life. Through messy action, I was even able to retire my husband so that we can live the life we want every day. End quote. Ugh, I have chills. Lisa couldn't have said it any better. It's never about waiting for everything to fall perfectly into place. It never will. Our goals become our reality when we choose to take action, even when things are messy. So I challenge you today to trust this process. Put these seven steps into imperfect action. You will stumble along the way, but you will also pick yourself back up, learn, and continue growing your way to that six figure goal. Thanks for joining me today. And until next time, know. I'm always cheering for you.